episode of the Slaying Your Lane marketing podcast, I really wanted to talk about why all these influencers and reality stars are getting their own YouTube channels. Typically in the past, we've seen that nobody start YouTube channels to become someone. However, we are seeing a lot of the inverse. We are seeing a lot of celebrities from Paris Hilton, the Kardashians, all these huge names are now starting YouTube channels when they're already famous. So we're going to break down why that is. And it's been happening way before COVID ever happened. So you might have seen a spike during COVID, but this was a trend that was happening long before COVID. So we've just been seeing more and more of it, and especially these celebrities wanting to become influencers. So we are going to discuss all the reasons why this is happening and what that means for you if you are just getting started in the online space, whether that be TikTok or YouTube. Historically speaking, there are two major indicators when it comes to why and how someone will become famous on the online space. The first indicator is where the attention is. Without a platform, it's very difficult to get attention. Well, an everyday person does not have their own reality TV show, but almost everybody has a camera and a phone, and that's all you need to have a YouTube channel. That's all you need to even start a podcast these days. You don't even need the proper equipment. Yes, you should, because it will take off a little bit better than if you were just recording from your phone, but you can still have a podcast regardless of how successful it is just by your phone. You don't need a professional photographer anymore because most of us have our phones. There's this trend that you can become someone from home. Historically speaking, you needed a TV show. You needed a record deal, a sport contract, or something of the sorts. Now we don't need any of that. So why do these celebrities who seem to have it all already get on these platforms? The first one is they can completely control the attention themselves. In the past, it's always been the record label, it's always been the production company that's determining who's getting screen time or who's getting airtime. Now we don't have any of that. People are in complete control. They don't have to pay anyone for publicity anymore. They are getting it through social media for free. They can also control how much content is being made about them. And social media is acting like their own personal PR company that these YouTubers have been utilizing. They used social media and they used YouTube in a way that they created their own PR company. And even if there was a rumor going on online or in a newspaper news article, they could counterbalance that by making a video and addressing it. And because they were able to address it themselves, they didn't have to get a third-party publication or anything like that. They were able to control whatever controversy head-on because they already had an online following. And typically, people are going to believe the person directly from the source rather than some online gossip website. People are much more likely to believe the person or the YouTuber themselves. 
In addition to that, brand deals are making celebrities more money than ever before. It's unlike the past where they needed an audition or Hollywood rejected them or something of that matter or maybe their career in sports ended because of an injury. Now, they don't have anyone telling them whether they have a job or not. They have complete control over the PR, they have complete control over the amount of content being made about them, and they can make more with brand deals than most jobs. They have better control over their incomes than ever before because typically in the past, celebrities would make a lot of money from one project, but then they never knew where the next income was coming from. Now with influencers and brand deals, they can be contracted for a year, two years. They have a lot more control over what is happening. And yes, in the past, brands could contract a celebrity for a year or two years to be the face of the brand. Well, now influencers can do multiple brands, so they are able to expand their overall brand appearance and brand job. In the past, YouTube was viewed as a cheaper form of attention that these YouTubers were not celebrities. But over the years, as more people were getting on the platform, they wanted to follow people that already knew how to make content. In addition to that, technology has rapidly changed. A camera from 2012 looks so blurry compared to a camera in 2020 just from a phone. Celebrities didn't want to start a YouTube channel because they didn't have the quality equipment that was affordable. Now basically everybody has quality equipment that they can make it look and seem like they have their own production and set. Also, in the past, no one knew what to exactly make videos about just because they were so used to being scripted and directed. And now with a vlogging camera, it is just a different way to highlight their lives and highlight how they go about their days. And it was a different type of entertainment. Well, with the selfie cam and just people storying their lives through Snapchat and Instagram, people have gone much more used to vlogging their lifestyle. This, in the past, wasn't even a thing. If you think about YouTube in 2004, no one even really thought about selfie cams. I mean, people just took videos, yes, of themselves, but it was pretty much stationed and no one was holding their camera facing themselves and talking into the camera too much. There was a little bit of that, but it really didn't become a thing until the late 2000s, early 2010s when the selfie cams started coming out. Before, I think it was very controversial and it would almost hurt their careers if they had a cheaper production because it would devalue their worth because previously they wanted these cinematic features or they wanted the best tours or the best features, brand deals, etc. to even get some of these jobs. Now they have their own high quality production equipment and some of them do hire freelance videographers. Before it would require a lot more effort, a lot more work, it would take longer to edit footage and go through it. Well now everything's so much faster that they can do it themselves even. The production value, the control over their jobs, just because they can control the amount of brands that they're getting or what brands they are working with, even without a third party or without an agent, they can reach out to brands themselves through social media, which they couldn't before. They would have to be known for modeling or just being in the public eye. But now everyone has attention. I mean, in the 1960s, someone was quoted saying that everyone will have their five seconds of fame in the 21st century and they were very correct. 
If any platform has attention, that's where celebrities will be born. So in the early 2000s, we had a lot of reality television, and the people on those reality TV shows, such as Paris Hilton, those who used reality television were able to build a following. When you think about Justin Bieber when he first got started, he used YouTube, and I think so few people remember that the lesser people that are on a platform when you're first starting, the more they will blow up as a celebrity because there's less attention. So that attention is more hyper-focused. And as more people get on any platform, now we are seeing it with TikTok, those celebrities that are just starting, even if they only have like 100,000 followers on some obscure website or app that we don't know a lot of or is not that popular like Instagram is, if something's not that popular, well, what happens is within that platform or within that app, it has a solid fan base and that fan base is so solid that it will carry other places. So eventually when everyone gets on that new platform or that new app, they already see this person with with X amount of followers and they think, hey, hmm, this person is probably someone I should know and they follow them. And that's really how people on these platforms or these new platforms grow exponentially, whether that was reality television, social media, um, YouTube, whatever, when they are first getting started. Now we are seeing it with TikTok, with the D'Amelios and Addison Ray. All they did was focus on one platform that was up and coming and they were able to grow exponentially. They were able to do this without any previous knowledge of them. That's how all the YouTubers got started. That's how all the Instagrammers got started. That's how all the TikTokers got started. The ones with huge followings right now were some of the first people on the platform. If you go back and listen to this first podcast episode on this entire series, it was called the three top ways to grow in 2020 or grow an online following that's timeless. It's one of those two titles. You can look back. It's the first episode. If you are the first person on a platform, even if the quality is only like mm, half as good as YouTube, it will still be far above everybody else. And as a result, you'll create a cult-like following that will translate to every other platform. And when everyone else gets on that platform, you can grow exponentially. We see this formula with every single platform, even before social media was a thing. We saw it with reality television. If you are the first person doing it, you will most likely succeed, even if you only have a small following. So it's worth a shot of just trying some of these smaller platforms. Well, this worked for the smaller followings. Why are all these major stars who some of them did not start with a YouTube channel, a lot of them started with an obscure platform and then grew and became stars, Kardashians with reality television, even though they weren't the first, they were still early on in the reality television world. So they weren't the first. The D'Amelios were one of the first people on TikTok. They weren't the first, but they were the first with decent content that was consistent over an extended amount of time. Justin Bieber was one of the first people on YouTube. All the YouTubers now have created so much content and they were some of the first people to create consistent content that even if it wasn't great content, it was still better than the majority of the others. If we're focusing on where the attention is going, it's no longer on television. I mean, yes, you have Netflix, and for the longest time, Hollywood refused to go to Netflix until Netflix was more consumer-friendly, 
well, if it's more consumer friendly, what do you think is going to grab the consumer, the everyday consumer's attention? Whatever shows are on Netflix, not whatever shows are on television with a huge cable bill. No one cares about that. They only care about what's affordable that can have their attention. That's why social media really took off. It was able to handle the amount of attention, but it was doing so for free, obviously, through viewing ads and all of that. But it was not costing the consumer anything and Netflix was charging such a low price for television content and movies that eventually when it had all of the, its attention Hollywood was finally thinking okay it's okay if I move to these platforms because this is where the attention goes and where the attention goes is where the celebrities go and that's how they get their brand deals because it's easier for them to control their careers if they have the majority of the attention on them. Celebrities are only celebrities if they are still relevant. So they are always trying to stay relevant. So wherever the attention is, that's where they ultimately will go. I mean, when you think about Jessica Alba, she was starting her business, that was great, but she wasn't really gaining the traction she once had. She was one of the first celebrities who got on TikTok. As a result, she blew up again and became relevant. This also happened with Jason Derulo. No one knew his music anymore. It was a younger generation, but he became relevant again because he was dropping his music on TikTok when it did not seem like a cool platform to even be on. So once again, he became relevant to a younger generation who may not have known him. And because of that, he became more relevant than some of the rappers on Instagram who have large followings on Instagram, he became more relevant because the younger generation, their parents might be hesitant about Instagram, but they felt more confident about having their kids have TikTok. So as a result, their parents are going to view what their kids are looking at. So then you are having multiple generations look at what content is on one platform. And that's exactly how Snapchat blew up. That's exactly how YouTube blew up. That's exactly how Snap... I already said Snapchat. That's exactly how Instagram blew up and then we saw this again with TikTok. It's the same exact pattern every single time. Even reality television, it was geared towards the preteen and teen demographics back when MTV was still relevant, back when reality television was still relevant. It was targeted to the younger audiences because that way it could funnel throughout their families as content because their younger siblings will be interested in what they are looking at. Their older siblings and their parents are going to make sure, or grandparents want to make sure that it was appropriate, so they were checking in on it. And then all of a sudden, you had all of these kids thinking it was cool in school, they would talk about it, and it was able to funnel throughout the population as a mass movement for that platform and for that focus. So the two reasons things blow up is one, where the attention is, which typically is a free platform, a platform that's affordable and that's easy to access because then at least people are relevant. It's better than a tabloid in a grocery store because that costs money so it's better to have it as a free article online where the platform itself is free and also the article is free as well. And the second part being the age. Every single platform is going to target the younger teen or then older teen and then eventually college demographic because that is the demographic that funnels everything else out into the masses. 
In the more recent years, celebrities have become more accepting on getting on new social media platforms, especially if that means that they are gaining a following. Now, people were hesitant about TikTok for several reasons, especially celebrities in the beginning, because it seems like a silly app. Yes, there was a lot of actresses and models and musicians getting on the app because it was a performative app. So it was already large and a big deal with performers showing off of their skills, but the more established celebrities were a little bit more hesitant to get on TikTok because they thought it was for the actresses actresses and actors who were trying to show off their career to get scouted. So they viewed it more as a scouting platform, which is so funny. But once the younger demographic early teens, mid-teens got their hands on the platform and it was a free platform, it was able to funnel to the masses. So the smarter celebrities like Dwayne Johnson and Jessica Alba and Jason Derulo, those were some of the first names on the platform. Yes, there were more. Those are just the first ones coming to my mind. And they were able to become relevant again and rapidly grow their audiences to a brand new generation without even dropping new albums or dropping anything that was new that could help them financially or business-wise or for their career. They were able to rapidly grow their audience just by targeting this new generation, which none of the other celebrities were doing. However, celebrities have become more open to it as a whole, especially with the apps that they view as cooler or more social media apps. This was more of a performative app. That was TikTok, a more performative app. So overall, they were a little bit more hesitant to get on it. However, because of the Kardashian generation where they went from reality TV, growing their platform on reality TV, and then being one of the first pioneers on Instagram that were celebrities and Snapchat and seeing how that escalated their careers, people were more open to see it than they were with TikTok. I mean, Ashton Kutcher obviously is an angel investor in Twitter. He was one of the first people on Twitter, and now he is one of the most followed people on Twitter. Just because he was one of the first, obviously he's an investor, so that's not really the best example, but it is a decent example. This was happening long before COVID. They were going where the younger demographic was because they've been seeing this pattern. They now have the equipment and it's a free platform where the attention is going more so than reality TV. No one's watching reality TV anymore, or if they are, it's through a streaming service like Hulu or Netflix or any of the other streaming services. It's not going to your television and physically sitting down and watching it without any sort of internet connection. It's now a internet connection source and that's where everyone's getting all their news and all their information and where their their attention is it's online on these free platforms so the fact that they could be their own pr service access a new generation do it all for free and then make money off of brand deals control their their business and also get the AdSense from YouTube is all exactly why celebrities are choosing to get on YouTube at this time. During COVID, we obviously had more time to be on social media, create content. We really didn't have other things to do. And just like that, celebrities, a lot of their work were canceled. They were forced to stay inside. They are used to performing. And now with technology, they had all the equipment at their house and at their fingertips that it wasn't such so much of a stretch to sit down and create a YouTube channel or create a podcast or create a TikTok account because they had plenty of time to make 
content. So it seems like everybody's just starting to do YouTube, but there's a very logical way to do that they are doing this and the reason behind it is all work related for them to stay relevant and to kind of extend the lifespan of their careers because their careers are only as good as the attention that they are getting. Also, the traditional audiences are kind of bored of them. They want something new. With social media and entertainment, everyone's always looking for new in order to maintain and retain their attention because no one wants to see the same thing over and over again, whether it's a concept in a movie, a script, a reality TV show, anything in entertainment, even a song. No one wants to hear the same thing repeatedly and that requires innovation. So if they are accessing a brand new audience, that Extend, extends their lifespan of their career and if they take a break from entertainment it wouldn't be oversaturation or overexposure. I mean Kanye wasn't allowed to be on the Kardashians because his agent said it would be overexposure and cheapen his brand so he couldn't do it. So even things like that you kind of have to think about like they are turning things down because they do not want that overexposure. So if they go to YouTube for a little bit and then they jump back to entertainment there will be a bit of a need for it. Meanwhile, all the social media people and all the TikTok houses and all the YouTube houses, all the content creation houses are now getting their own reality TV shows because they are the next generation and it's different. It's a younger demographic accessing television and now television wants to access that exact demographic, the young teens, mid-teens, just like all of these social media platforms did because that is allowing everything to funnel and all the attention to funnel. So now we are seeing television actually try to steal back that demographic by giving some of these people in social media that are in that age group their own television shows to take all of that attention back from things like Netflix or take it back from YouTube and try to monetize their their brands because even just like silly things like Verizon or Comcast, they're struggling primarily because they are losing their audience and their core demographic to social media because it's more affordable and all their attention and everyone they care about does not have a reality TV show. They're on social media. The people that are getting reality TV shows now are in the older demographic because the older demographic still has cable and they're still watching reality TV like the, the Real Housewives, things like that. That's a good example. So the older generation are getting their own TV shows. Meanwhile, the younger demographic is all big on social media, or if they do get their own TV show, it's going to be because the Comcast companies, <laughs> Comcast company, the cable companies want to create that funnel to gain that attention back to eventually scale back their business because they've lost everything to Netflix. They've lost all of the attention because people don't even care about that. They just want free content on YouTube or social media. So it's a completely different business now and they have to innovate. And by innovating, they have to steal that generation back, which is why these celebrities are kind of moving around because they are chasing that generation. So it's kind of like generational chasing, but at the same time, the TikTok stars are getting their own reality TV show. So now that will all move back to reality TV eventually, but not right now. So that's why we see a lot of these celebrities get on TikTok and get on YouTube because they want to try to stay as relevant as they possibly can. <laughs>
That was a bit of a mouthful, but I hope you understand where I'm coming from. And the reason I wanted to talk about this is because this isn't just a one-time thing. This happens with every other platform in history, in recent history, I should say, in the past two decades, this is the pattern we have seen. So whether you are just starting to create your own following or a new YouTube channel, things like that, this is where you should really focus is looking at the broader scale of what's going on with the industry and celebrities and where they're at. Because Ultimately, it's hard to compete with these larger celebrities if they already have a following and they're kind of stealing that time and stealing those views. If you think about a general day, people only really want to be on YouTube for a certain amount of time, whether that be a half an hour, 40 minutes a day. So if a larger celebrity is kind of taking that time away from a smaller YouTuber, well, then you're going to have an issue. So the thing is to kind of avoid where the celebrities are and then drive traffic, just like everybody else does now, is that it's very difficult to grow on larger platforms. So go where the the tinier platform is or where there isn't a lot of attention anymore and then you are able to expand your following out kind of in the inverse way so whatever the celebrities are doing do the inverse and then you will be able to gain a following that is solid that you don't have to compete with and it will save you I think years of trying to grow a following this is just in my opinion from what I've studied I've spent hours and hours on end looking at this sort of thing and this is the exact pattern that's happened repeatedly and that is pretty much foolproof when it comes to predicting a new platform. Yes, there's things like the ban and things that we can't necessarily predict from a business or a legal aspect of things, but overall the platform still expanded and still blew up rapidly by following the exact same method that reality tv followed that instagram followed that snapchat followed that twitter followed it followed the exact same method so there's a lot to say that supports why this method is kind of foolproof and now that you know it you will be able to implement it into your own life into your own social media profile so that's exactly what's going on that's probably why you've seen so many of these celebrities move to youtube and move to tiktok yes it was happening because of quarantine but it was going to happen regardless I think quarantine just kind of sped it up by I would say a year I, this was already headed in that direction for I would say the past year year and a half but now we just rapidly have seen it this is why reality tv stars tried to start youtube channels after being on reality tv because they are trying to stay relevant and usually with reality tv they typecast you so it's very hard to get any acting jobs afterwards so that's just kind of the rundown of what what goes on and why you have been seeing this. I hope this episode was helpful and that it will be used to help you in the future. If you enjoyed this, make sure to write a review and rate this episode. So not just rate it, but also write a review. And if you really like this episode and you want to get more value, make sure to download the past five episodes of this podcast. I will see you in the next episode.